She's a North Otago farmer. We're at the moment. They've got a howling nor'wester. Jane Smith joins us, award-winning environmentalist as well. Hey, Jane, El Nino, are you preparing for a bit of a screamer of the drought on the North Otago farm? Good afternoon, Jamie. We always um, prepare for the, the worst and hope for the best, a bit like the election, I guess, Jamie. So, um, look, things are shaping up to be dry, but certainly stock conditions good and um, and people are, are in the swing of lambing and calving. So um, onwards and upwards, Jamie. Yeah, it's a, there's, a, there's an odd irony in this, isn't it? I'm a Southlander originally, heart still in Southland. You don't want any rain at all in September, and they haven't had much, uh, but uh, come October, you're really looking for some. Yeah, we certainly will, Jamie, it would actually be good to see some more snow on our Kakanui range, so we quite often get snow in late September, so again, we're expecting that, and um, that would be good to see. Okay, did you watch the leaders' debate last night? Who was the winner? Oh, Jamie, I'm more more interested in restoring a sense of democracy than a sort of a televised political debate, but in fact, I've actually, I think I've seen Antics Roadshow episodes more exciting than last (laughs) night's debate, but I mean... Sure, it was. Uh, there was points of it that were interesting, but look, we need action and not words. And I and you know you can talk about the leaders, but actually New Zealand has paid a massive price for having a supposedly charismatic leader over the past six years. And actually, what we need is a whole team of people to do what's right and not what's popular and not what would look good on the cover of a Time magazine or at a UN convention, Jamie. And no, again, it's not going to be the Nats alone. They're going to need a whole team of of other thoughts as well, so um, to pull the nets in a stronger direction because these issues aren't going to be solved with a sort of a safe, centralist approach. Um, in fact, wasn't it Einstein that said we can't solve the problems with the same thinking that created them? And I do think um, mainstream parties are always going to fall into that trap, so um, bring on October 14th, Jamie. Jane, I love some of your quotes. A couple of weeks ago it was Captain Bly. What was that one again? Remind me. Uh, the beatings for it was uh, Damien O'Connor and um, how he treats farmers. The beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> Lovely. Did you hear Damien on yesterday's show? Yes, I did. And I think, you know, again, he's certainly getting a depreciating impact of nothingness. And um, look, I think we need to just be looking forward, not looking back now. And um, I think he's, he's probably checked out, hasn't he? Well, Chippy's like a half deflated balloon. I think he's in some ways a bit like Damien. I'm not sure he believes everything he says. And I think as far as the leaders debate goes that um, Luxon won it easily by not losing it. As simple as that. Oh. Exactly, Jamie. But again, we need we need action, and um, and we need to we can't actually afford to waste any time post election, and um, let's yeah, and just get things sorted again on N- the now. On the, yeah, I see you're a co-signatory or a co-chairperson of the Methane Science Accord. Last week we had had Helen Mandeno on the show. Are you guys going to be rattling some cages in Wellington as soon as there's a new government? Oh, absolutely, Jamie. And I think um, it's not just about the the outgoing government. It's whatever the the new government looks like. We can't um, rest on our laurels around this, you know. So we've been fighting this this debacle for the last two and a half years and even longer than that, actually. Um, And while we've seen some fortitude from levy groups and, um, you know, a report that came out last week from our levy groups um, with Miles Allen and Michelle Kane, um, it did feel like it was quite late to the party and sort of holding a cold sausage roll uh, as you walked into the party, uh, particularly the area when it when it talks about being dependent on what other countries do. That just seems ridiculous. Actually, what we should be dependent on is, is current science. Um, although I will say the report that did come out um, 
back in 2016, I think it was, the same scientist um, told us all that uh, GWP100 was outdated and overstated methane. But what did we do? <laughs> we went straight into the Heiwaka Ikenawa debacle and um, didn't even, there was no recognition for methane levels dropping since 20, 2005, actually. All the facts that um, ruminant methane, Jamie, and this is an interesting point, only makes up 14% of all methane worldwide, so 1414. So other methane sources like food waste, leaking gas pipes, uh, wetlands, rice paddy fields uh, is, the, is the rest of that percentage. So we went straight to this sort of weird, guilty um and straight to the gallows before we had a trial. In fact, worse than that, through through the HWEM debacle, we devised our own death sentence and said we'd happily pay for it. And um, and we would be paying for it in perpetuity, Jamie, if uh, I guess interfering farmers like myself hadn't hadn't blown the whistle. So um, we actually need science, and science is science, no matter what country you're in, Jamie. So that whole uh, trade argument and what our global consumers wants is is actually a bit farcical when you look at. You know, Nestle calling the shots when actually they, their own local farmers, where they are based, are double the carbon um, emissions per, um, you know, per kg of, of milk or, or milk solids. And actually, Nestle still sources milk from India too. So I'm not sure how they're having those same conversations with It's Jane, with it's called greenwashing. Look, I need to rattle my dags here. In 1990, there were more bovines running around the planet than there are now. We didn't have a climate emergency in 1990, or not that we knew of anyhow. Why have we got a climate emergency now based around animal emissions. That is my beef, no pun intended, Jane Smith, with the whole thing. Climate change is all about man-burning fossil fuels. Exactly, Jamie. And however you would validate the share of our supposed 0.0004% degrees of supposed warming that will be paid by every individual farmer or every cow or every sheep on 27,000 farms, so dividing up that very, very small warming um, contribution, I don't know how you would do it. So the fact is we need to be very clear, pull right back from here. The big question is, should natural biogenic methane, um, it's been around since the beginning of, of time, um, be taxed, vexed and collapsed at all? I mean, the world needs protein and it's really irresponsible if we continue to go down this track. So we will absolutely be asking um, politicians and the public to support us in that. And the, the support has been amazing, Jamie. And I think, you know, farmers and urban people realise now that they've got a voice and they actually have to have a voice to, to so that we can resemble some sort of democracy, Jamie. So that's what the Methane Science Support is, is doing and, um, and putting a real science um, focus on this, Jamie, is the only way forward. Well, good luck rattling some cages in Wellington. I wouldn't want to argue with you, Jane Smith. You're too smart for me. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Jamie.